It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Uh, in, insert stupid joke. All right. Ha, Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> So funny. See what? Guys, guys, I'm out of practice. <laughs> well, since uh, since you're out of practice, I have not been and... trained. I have not been trained from birth, if you will. <laughs> um. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Again, if this is your first time, please, 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 uh, hit subscribe or like or whatever the fuck you're watching this on. Let you do. Um. John has been gone for. Three weeks, four weeks, yeah, yeah, three or four now, yeah, yeah. So how's uh, how's life been treating you, dude? Oh, just fucking great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I bombed right off the bat. We can bleep that, right? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, if you can see the, the destruct for the for the visual people, uh, I I have a disaster behind me. Uh, aside from the fact that winter got a little stupid up here, so we've been having some pipage issues. I came home to a flooded kitchen the other day yeah so uh yeah so we had to take everything out of our cupboards and move stuff and we like industrial strength cleaned every inch of our kitchen floor and cabinet area and all that so so as you can see there's food and i look like a, i look like one of those bunker people right now it's not uh it's not ideal <laughs> but I did get forced to watch some movies, so you that did. at least took my mind off it for a little bit. <laughs> we we figure if you were coming back, we might as well have something set up for you, man. Um, oh well, I appreciate it. Yeah. So we all well, finished Meet the. Sp- I, I, I appreciate half of it. <laughs> we all finished Meet the Spartans. No, fuck! I told you, I told you, I'm not watching that movie. Like, no, shut up. Any to be to be fair, I do feel like I did watch that, <laughs> just unironically. And since Tivis is here, I guess Tivis, how are you doing, man? You know, uh, flooding in the attic. Oh, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> Yay! See, uh, so you guys have broken to homes. Hell. I have a broken hand, so we're all a little uh, bit broken here. A little too much self love. Is that what happened? Oh yeah, too much. The classic joke. I'm back in my, right uh, for it. my dining room because my normal room smells like shit. Ah, well, at least it, I mean, could be worse. I guess you could be the one that smells like shit. That could be bad and it <laughs> travels with you everywhere. That would be terrible. No. And, and again, if people haven't seen the WandaVision episode earlier this week, um, I am in my guest room, which is basically like my junk toy room, too. So I threw a little things in the background because I can't really put my green screen up right now. <laughs> Oh, well, it looks like you got Hulk Hogan behind you uh, protecting you. Well, the New World Order, baby, it's coming anyway, so we might as well. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Monday night, great reset. Yay. Thanks, Vince. Oh, and, and, and that guy, uh, Grogu, right here, I guess, is his name now, right? How dare you? It's Baby Yoda. That's, that's what I keep you? calling him. Oh, but... and Hal Jordan. Yeah, Hal Jordan. Uh-huh. Um, We got a, a Batman and SpongeBob. There you go for for the all the visual people that are watching, and I think I have a blue piece of shit over here. This blue thing is like one of those emoji shits that's yeah, just, it's just blue. barely on screen. <laughs> it's barely on screen. Here we go. Got, got it from Tivis's basement. <laughs> there we go. It's a good chance I, you might find some. 
And so then I threw my Power Ranger blanket over top of this other big mess here because I realized in the other day's video, I was just way off to one side that looked horrible. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, you were doing you were doing visual storytelling like you were expecting somebody to come in from like stage left. Right. Right. Great. Uh, if I was doing a solo video, I would have put up like the posters of the shit that we were talking about right there. What does that mean? You have no people. Is that, is that what that means? Yeah. When you when you do a solo video, when I do a solo video, or no, no, Maybe according to that's Disney. No. <laughs> oh, I, I did have another fun adventure this week. Um, I don't know if you heard this, John, but some French guy was trying to get my Disney Plus account. But why has he got to be French? <laughs> because all the language was changed to French. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> so, Hasn't this been so going on for like that, two weeks or something like that? Yeah, it happened to me twice. He was watching WandaVision and the uh, musical version of Coco. Uh, he, she, I don't know who it was, but the musical anyway, version I finally of Coco. No, 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 no. Hold up, go back for a second. What What's the that? musical yeah. version of Coco? It's like some play, uh, like a like live stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Because you said musical, I'm like the movie is a musical, yeah. but you mean you mean a stage, yeah. a live action stage. I didn't show. even okay. know it existed, but it's in my watch list now. So. I didn't even know that existed either. <laughs> well, look, the Frenchman uh, did you did you a well, favor? I guess you're going to be watching Coco this At least week. The French I noticed did something good. I noticed my Hulu <laughs> statement was a couple dollars more, and I was getting ads while watching stuff. I'm like, no, I have yeah. the ad free version. Yeah. yeah, they got in and got the bundle on my Hulu account. <laughs> wow, get wrecked. That's funny. Okay, that's all right. Look at that. That's the probably the most aggressive thing a French person's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they made French fries. You have to cut the potatoes and how dare you freedom fries. <laughs> that was so like t- 10 years ago. Yeah, they didn't last oh, long. No. Well, speaking of so 10 did years we call ago, them making freedom me watch kisses movie. then too. Did they call them freedom kisses instead of French kisses? They might have oh. tried. I don't know that joke. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if All it's right. a joke. Anyways, everybody, uh, today we are going to be discussing the the two films, two films, Tivis, in the <laughs> 300 film franchise um, started by Zack Snyder. And the other one is produced. The second one's produced by Zack Snyder and written by, apparently. He he partially wrote he it. He wrote it? Yeah, he was one of the writers on there, apparently. Um, it popped up oh. at the end in the credits. I saw it right before I turned it off. <laughs> Did he write the first one? Uh, I, I don't know. I know it's an adaptation. They both are an adaptation from the graphic novel. Oh, yeah. Um, but... I'm not sure if he had written the first I'm one. Just gonna... So we can look, look it while up. You set this up. Uh, yeah, while, while, you're, while you're looking that up, while you're looking that up, uh, let everybody know um, to find Operation Babble on patreon.com slash Operation Babble and find us on Twitter and Facebook. I know the other day I said Instagram. We do not have an Instagram account. Um, Mike has an Instagram. Yeah, I have the Instagram. And then you can find the videos right now on the Mike Shrews YouTube channel. And you can also email us if you have any questions or want to come on the show or want us to watch your f- uh, fan film or your film. If you are a filmmaker, just in general, uh, let us know at Operation Babble at Outlook dot com and um, I will get back to you. So did you right. did you pull it up, John? Because I got it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Awesome. He's got, it was 
it was three of them, I guess, who wrote, which you yeah. know is always a good sign. Uh, Zack Snyder, Kurt Johnstad, and Michael B. Gordon, <laughs> not not Jordan, not not a uh, Killmonger. Uh, so okay, Kurt has his own Wikipedia page. What else has he done? Oh, Aquaman. Shut! Oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh goodness! He was tapped to write one of two competing screenplays. Well, uh, I mean, it, but it his does, wasn't chosen. It, it, <laughs> ooh, ouch! It does make sense because these are Warner Brother movies. Um, so you know, and watching watching both of them, I'm like, why why don't they just turn this into a TV show? It'd be kind of cool if if done right. Um, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool. So, so I got to throw this out here because I'm looking at the writing credits for Rise of an Empire, the I guess the pseudo prequel yes. side story, same time story or whatever. Yep. Um, the one person that didn't come back was uh, um, uh, Michael B. Gordon. So I have a feeling that that may have made a difference. He had an operation and became Michael B. Jordan um, in the meantime. <laughs> Is that appropriation? I don't know. <laughs> and uh um, lynn varley was one of the because it has frank miller and lynn varley yeah those are the uh, comic for, for the graphic no- yeah. yeah for the graphic novels yeah. but lynn varley is not part of rise of 300 is there a di- is rise of an empire is there a difference because the graphic novel is called xerxes no in, I, in the rise of an empire rise of an empire is just it it it's part of the 300 storyline. I I don't even know if Rise of an Empire is actually within the graphic novel or not. Uh, if that storyline is or not. I always thought Rise or 300 was just about the Spartans. That's what I was under the assumption gotcha. of. Um, which we can dive into that when we dive into Rise of an Empire. Uh, sure. So I guess we could just jump right into 300 directed and partially written i guess one of yeah. four or run one of five three or i guess technically you had the three, two originals four, and then three five. people doing the screenplay okay so one of three of the screenwriters is zach snyder um okay ladies so, and gentlemen our god our our jesus joker god oh god <laughs> so yeah there there is a sequel comic to the 300 dark horse series but okay when Zack snyder left to go do man of steel they decided instead to go in a different direction and do more historic stuff rather than stick to the comic okay well all right then yeah for Rise of an Empire or for yeah, the yeah. comic. Okay. Yeah. At least that's what I'm um, reading here. So I'm also under the assumption 100% that this is in the same universe as Hercules Legendary Journeys. And you can't take that away from me. Boom. You mean you mean 300%, right? 3,000. 3, 300,000%. 3, oh. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. <laughs> just, just wanted to be clear. So, uh, who wants to start this off with uh, three hundred from two thousand and six, starring Gerard Butler? I think it was his like first like main lead role. What wasn't this? Well, I'm imagining it's the one that put him like on the map to do all of his rom coms just... afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did Gamer with Dexter <laughs> with De- with yo. <laughs> 
And uh, what? what he, and I mean, he's done those uh, Olympus has fallen, Angel fallen, which I actually everything's lo- fallen. I, I really enjoy that franchise, the fallen franchise. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I barely watched them. Uh, but uh, but I but I did say the uh, but I did see the ugly truth though. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people did, and that's I think that was like Catherine Heigl's like one of her final movies before she went Hallmarky. Yeah, who, who even knows? Most of them are forgettable. <laughs> what was it? Twenty seven dresses. She did uh, that. Oh, uh, but he did do Bounty Hunter with uh, Jennifer Aniston. That was fun. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, t- Anyways, I, I mean, I don't. Hey, let's get off the Gerard Butler crush. Two- <laughs> 2006 man it kind of blows my mind because uh, for mm. me i i decided to watch because i've watched 300 a bunch because i'm still under the i'm still part of that class. i'm not a big fan of Zack snyder i actually find him to be not only extremely pretentious but pretty childish with his uh writing and directing style kind of reminds me of like a a Michael Bay, if you will. I guess the, um, the Snyder Cut talk is going to be a fun one then. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not the Snyder Cut anymore. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's the Snyder Cut. Uh, It'll always be the Snyder Cut. <laughs> but so I thought I thought it would be more interesting because I've seen 300 a bunch. I still maintain it's a toss up for me if I prefer 300 versus uh, Watchmen. Yeah, I think those are pretty much two good ones. Some people like Dawn of the Dead. I didn't. I, mean, I was like 50 50 on it. Mm. Not big fast zombies kind of guy, but whatever. Uh, that's personal preference. Um, but I figured it'd be better to watch Rise of an Empire since Hannah hadn't seen it either. So we started with that one because we assumed it was a full-on prequel. That's what we assumed. That mean, you mean based sequel? On the... No, I thought it was going to be a prequel oh, okay. based on the title. Oh, Rise like, of an Empire. I thought it was going to be about. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit of how Xerxes showed up. It kind of and... was. Yeah, but that was more of like oh, I guess I'll get to that opening. Well, when we yeah, let's get to that it. when we go over to that one. But, but yeah, okay. I, I thought I thought we'd I thought I'd watch that first, and this happened. What was it? Twenty fourteen, I think you said it was twenty fourteen for Empire Rise of an Empire. Yeah, I thought it was twenty twelve. No, it's twenty fourteen. What a significant difference between yeah. the two. <laughs> it was um, yeah. it was really strange. I, I I'll just get it out of the way. Man, this was a this felt like a movie that was trying to be a Zack Snyder film, but just. I don't know if it didn't have the budget or Jesus. nobody or nobody cared. For the but second one? I yeah, yeah, the Rise of an Empire. I just it felt cheap. I don't know what it was, Again, but it felt cheap we'll to me. Even that. though you had a ton we'll of CGI, it felt when cheap. When we get to that one, let's All do right, the I'm first one. Also, there. Zack Snyder did Legends of uh, the Guardians. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Of uh, Garhul? Yeah. Yes. I did not know that. Is that the <laughs> Owl movie? Yeah. Yes. The one where they, they stole that part from uh, for Sonic. Yeah. The owls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sonic is actually a prequel to it. What's that? Yeah, Sonic's a prequel. Sonic is actually a prequel to Legends. <laughs> That's why his mom was an owl or whatever. I'll take it. Um, so with 300, uh, it's it's. I think everybody's seen this movie by now at least once, or knows assume, most man. of like the basic. This is the Sparta. memes <laughs> bullshit. Um. Which I mean, freaking people recreated that scene many a times. It's still get anyone on the edge of a you know bridge or anything. Okay, well, Steven Crowder Jesus. just well, Steven Crowder just blew out his knee doing a parody of it like yeah. less than a month ago. So that's I mean interesting. Also, In my head, I was Tibis. thinking park bridges, not actual. 
Tivis just reminded me never to stand on the bridge with him because he's gonna fucking kick say, my ass off. I love it. Like most people these days, like leave little notes and stuff to be like, no, don't do it. And Tivis is like, nah, let me help. <laughs> this is my bridge. Boom. I mean, I I actually put in three hundred this morning to try and keep it a little don't more. Don't stand um, on top of my home. Oh my goodness. Um. I don't know. I I still kind of like it. Yeah. It's now. I mean, it's super. It's kind of hard because it's like I said. Like with a Michael Bay, you watch a ton of his movies afterwards. Mm. You're like, ugh, again you can that see same the shot, style, that yeah, meme. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I always got to say, like when I watch Armageddon or the first Bad Boys or something like that, um, I try to watch it without having the Michael Bay. Like mm. I shouldn't be calling this like a meme or a trope because it hadn't started yet. <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah. if you like watch like you know like old Halloween movies or like like predator or robocop and stuff like that it's like arnold schwarzenegger wasn't a meme at that point yet right <laughs> he was getting there uh the, um but i think i don't know i i still think it's pretty good for the most part i like i think acting is pretty good in it yeah you got michael and fassbender the, dude i didn't even remember michael fassbender was in that film neither do i i, I i've literally just watched it and i didn't even recognize him. yeah he was um he was like the very like uh um uh, energetic soldier that like when he has like the guys there and he's like i'm ready to die for you sir or some shit like that young one no 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 the young one was uh the guy he was always fighting side by side with in the battle um i'm trying to let me pull up his characters films together uh stelios stelios Stelios. Who's the one who got his head chopped off? Uh, that was the guy who fought side by side with Michael Fassbender. Uh, okay, Astinos, I think it was. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I'd like the acting. And the hard part is, is I guess a lot of the opinions I'm gonna give are really it's gonna be in comparison mm. to of an empire. So if you kind of hear me like kind of praise certain things, it's like I think this is still relatively good. It is kind of campy, yeah. But like the acting's pretty solid. I, Gerard Butler's was, good. Lena Headey was pretty good because in Rise of Empire felt more like she was being Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there was this during she's the time actually of herself. Game of Thrones that she shot that, I believe. Right. Uh, well, it would make sense. Yeah. But I mean, you almost forget that she's in the first one because she wasn't. She's she wasn't on Game of Thrones. Big yet. part in the first one, though, I would think. Oh, well, yeah, she's Leonidas's wife. She's I mean, she does. A, she has a ton of she scenes. has a ton of work in the. I mean, without. Without her basic like head nod, basically to kick the dude into the fucking yeah. pit, you know, half the movie wouldn't even have needed to take place. Well, and it's difficult because it's like the movie, the Rise of Empire, really tried. Like I said, it just felt like a hollow remake. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like I understand that we were talking more about the Athenians than the Spartans, yeah. but it was like whenever they made references to stuff in Three Hundred, it was just like, ugh. You ruined it. I guess you guys might want to keep going through 300 because really all my all my stuff's on Empire because I've I mean, 300, I I still think it's been the same thing I've said a billion times. It's pretty good. It's stylistic. It's kind of fun. And it really kind of started a genre and and imagery. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I still think it holds up. I mean, it's kooky. I I forgot there were war rhinos. Forgot about that. Yeah. I wonder if Black Panther got that. Well, no elephants and rhinos. <laughs> yeah, they had everything in there. Uh, it was 
is, you know, basically anything Persian you could think of, they threw it in there. All the stereotype Persian shit too. <laughs> and the big fat and the big fat guy with like the saw arms. Fucking like, like yeah. tough looking motherfucker. I it was one of those Oh my god, one of my favorite parts is uh at the beginning when they're doing the when when Formir is doing his uh, exposition dump. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about how Spartan boys are His raised and they do all that. In this movie, I know, I know. Because I had seen the Lord of the Rings finally. <laughs> now I you know what I'm saying. Him. <laughs> I understood that reference. I um, was like, oh shit, but, that's the. Yeah, and he was also in Van Helsing too. Um, yes, he was the friar. Yeah. Um, it was funny because they were doing the exposition part and the and King Leonidas is uh, out in the win- uh, winter wonderland fighting the wolf. Mm-hmm. I love how in his exposition he goes, well, the wolf like looks at him and he opens his eyes and they're like glowing creepily yellow. Yeah. And then the exposition goes, yes, in the wolf's eyes that glue red. I'm like, no, it's not He's like hell. Yeah. Hellfire. You lied to me. You lied to me. <laughs> that guy. I, I really like that actor. Um, He actually was in. Uh, oh, actually, I'm wearing the shirt. Iron Fist, the TV show. He was the oh, really? the the. the dad the rich dad who like faked his death or something harold something um i don't remember one of the better actors in the show yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) um yeah no i um i it's been a while since i've seen the 300 the first one i had never seen the second one until last night um yeah so uh, this is like the first viewing for the second one for all of us i believe is that right tivis yeah okay and and um it was for me yeah so the the 300 movie i probably haven't seen that in what Mm, oh nine was probably the last time i saw it oh wow okay no i i've i've seen it in the last year i i I rewatched it uh i want to say it was because of well somebody kept bringing up Zack snyder stuff probably and me so i think yeah i think he might have i think we kept talking about um about the dceu yeah. and stuff and listen we fight- oh no i know what it was Let- we were talking about watchmen when the tv show came out oh, okay yeah yeah so i rewatched watchmen to see if it was any good and then i told Hannah, i go well i mean if i'm doing this i'll just watch 300 to see if like my feelings for how i feel about Zack snyder stuff yeah. is like you know yeah. fair and i still maintain it is um but yeah, I, I I don't know. I love the music. I, the sh- I really like the soundtrack in 300. Like a lot. Oh, to, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that stuck out to me, yeah. too. I'm like, man. Not to get good. off track, but I want to say I wish that the 300 TV show was more stylized like the movie was visually. You mean Watchmen? Or Watchmen, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. going to say there's a TV show. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, the wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I uh, I haven't seen it. I believe it was 2009 was the last time I watched it all the way through anyways. Uh, yeah, it was because, around the same time for me. Yeah. 2008, 2009. Because Nick had never seen the, the first one. Um, and then oh. I ended up picking them both up on Blu-ray one day. And the second one just sat on my shelf for like five years. <laughs> Unwatched. But I was like, eventually I'll get to it. Um, I have a Hercules movie just like that, too. Uh, when they did like the rock Hercules and another Hercules yeah. movie came out at the same time, I bought both of them. Watch the rock one. Meh. The other one I haven't watched yet because I was so like, meh for the rocks version. So, yeah. um, 
but this one uh, yeah 2009 i remembered the 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 big moments in it um i always hated going back and rewatching because the the scene with leonidas's uh wife uh queen gorgo i think it is um that's how it's spelled anyways geo or giorgio maybe grogu yeah basically uh <laughs> cersei's um she uh when she does the stupid scene with um the the uh the the asshole and basically he rapes her um oh, it, it's yeah. like rape with consent it's it's weird <laughs> to describe it i i because she's like yeah but He's like, yeah, you're not going to uh, enjoy this. You're, it's not going to be quick or whatever. And I, I actually had to walk out of the room for that this time because I was just yeah. like, I knew it was coming. And so I, I walked out uh, and left the TV playing for Nick and shit, which he- probably should have told her. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of a prick. But I didn't want to, like, you know, ruin any parts of the movie or anything. Yeah. Um, um, actually, uh, he, the, she was one of the things they changed from the comic because she didn't have a big role at all. She appeared yeah. in the beginning and then didn't come back again. Well, I mean, 2006, they were showing you a powerful female right there. Which I, I which I think is another thing, like, again, to compare. I, I think they utilize her character a lot more in this film. Mm. And people are like, oh, it was more about the theme. Yeah, but I mean, they tried to do it with Eva Green's character and it just fucking fell flat for yeah. me. At least like with with the queen, it's like it showed this like mutual respect, like to where they value their women yeah. for certain specific things while the men are. Uh, reviewed which is weird things. too because in the movie like leonidas is basically up talking hit the spartan women like yeah every time but that asshole is just like you're a woman no one's gonna fucking listen to you and shit like that i'm like what do you re-? like there's this like disconnect yeah. between the spartan warriors and the spartan um like well, whatever the fuck, politician. there's politicians. politicians. They're probably more like politicians. Because yeah. I mean, which, which says all which kinds is, of things about politicians because it's still well, kind of true. <laughs> well, and also, I think that's I think that's the shitty writing that you really see from Zack Snyder yeah. is like he's very inconsistent, usually within his own dialogue of any show. Like, yeah, man, really go back and rewatch Man of Steel. He wants to be this to. pessimist. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I would never like force that on anybody. All right, I mean, they won't like it, and, movies, and it, wa- we're doing and it won't be short. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I feel like that rape scene is pretty. You use that dialogue; it's pretty synonymous with a, a Zack Snyder film. Mm. It's, uh, it, it's, it doesn't feel good, and it's, and it takes too long. Um, <laughs> it won't be short because I, no, I actually you forgot won't that, like it. I, yeah, I actually forgot that three hundred was an hour and fifty six minutes. Yes, yeah. I, I actually forget it's that long. And Rise of an Empire is like ten minutes shorter, and it feels like a fucking eternity. I, I <laughs> was felt like a three hour long movie um, when I saw the runtime. Before I watched the movie for Rise of an Empire, I was like, "This sequel, like, no one really talks about it. So why the fuck was it so long? Like, oh well." <laughs> When we get a little in there, I could talk about, but, but I guess back to the thing it's cause it's strange that you, they really set up that everybody listens to King Leonidas like, hello. Cause he's the King, but then they have the, the whole Oracle scene Mm -hmm. and then they're coming back and like all these politicians are like undermining him, which I understand is kind of like 
how that works, you know, like Game of Thrones type. Well, you get it because the one guy politics. is being paid off by the Persians. Like, they, yeah. they blatantly show that before he even goes back. They also and, talk and about how they yet. hold the old gods in such a high esteem. Yeah. So, yeah. Not knowing that so, the Persians paid off the oracles. Right. So it's so it's strange that like which is also kind of interesting to I'm sorry I cut you off but oh yeah yeah with the oracle stuff it's like you know Leonidas is, is himself is just like oh they they just drugged the bitch up basically like yeah. it's just a drugged up girl and she's doing whatever they basically say to her and and being mm-hmm. and, and they they get away with saying like these old creepy dudes are like raping this girl without saying <laughs> these old dudes are raping this girl. It's like yeah. really weird. Um, and the only like hint they give towards it is like the stupid lick on the face and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. well, that well, they, they also just, say, they you know, they it. enjoy the sins of the flesh. Yeah. 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 They, they just want to infer and be all fucking edgelord. But like, that's the kind of but thing I talk floating. about is just like. How is her being on drugs make her float like that? Like we're seeing that. That's not in her mind. Because it's a stu- well, n- well, that's also not entirely true. You're having a, you're having a um, narration. Yeah, yeah so I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So it, it could technically be a, a, a over dramatized story. Yeah. Well, the Greeks because were very just, like the, you know, look at well, Greek yeah, mythology. We'll look at all the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. we'll look at all the monsters yeah. and stuff. Much it's like, like the rhinos really later on, like things. Which, I mean, which, those which, are much bigger than they would ever find. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And um because this isn't fucking Lord of the Rings. We don't have olive fonts that are as big as a skyscraper, you know. It's it's just a normal ass elephant. Yeah. Um but their mythology I question once it, once we hit the second movie because yeah. in the first movie, Leonidas is just like basically like this is all bullshit. Like they realize some of them realize like the gods aren't like gods, they're just stories. Yeah. In the first yeah. movie, and then we get to the second movie, and then we're getting into other stuff. I'm like, okay, what is it like? Well, I mean, you also talk about that because you have um, Xerxes calling himself the God King, yeah. so obviously yeah. there's could be like more of a like a hubris thing because they bring that up right. a few times, mm-hmm. and then. But you also have to think that we're also not talking about Spartan culture. We're being told the story now from the Athenian. Uh, point of yeah. view and they, their lifestyle it's a all bit greek different. culture like true well, greek but i mean in in uh origin anyways but i mean you start talking about like christianity catholicism yeah, yeah, yeah. lutheran methodist yeah. like they all kind of are a little form of each other yet you know they're dramatically different yeah. if you go into uh, well, they, practice well, they give but, you a lot there's a lot of fucking like um uh uh, uh not backstory well there's a lot of backstory given in the first movie um a lot of uh uh what's the word i'm looking for here lore um not necessarily lore they're just describing everything fucking hell i'm out of exposition (laughs) exposition yes thank you yeah there's just a lot of exposition in the first one to where there's not a lot of dialogue from the actual characters uh oh i don't know about that i feel i feel the first one does that the second one's the one that it's just exposition. It's actually 14 minutes and 33 seconds, I believe, into Rise of an Empire yeah. that there's no actual uh, narrative oh, no, dialogue. No, no, no. It's all exposition. I got some until shit about for that movie when we talk about it. Let's finish up but, with 300 then because we're coming. But, up. Like, but like I said, <laughs> like that scene you're describing yeah. with the queen, it's like you think like a rape scene they bring people. it up it's well and they also bring it up like she shouldn't be walking around and she should be more careful it's like yeah. i mean 
you really I'm really surprised that King Leonidas didn't account for something like that, because, of course, they'd be pissed off. At well, he also him and her. And stuff. he also even tells um, uh, uh, one of the Persians when they're on the battlefield, he's like, well, you don't mm-hmm. know our women like they're women well, are trained fighters, too. They're just well, not. He literally says that to Xerxes. Yeah, he's to like, Xerxes, at this point, we would have been better off bringing them up here the way <laughs> your guys fight. It's like, oh, man. Uh, it's Which like that line that his uh, the queen says to the or yeah the emissary. He's like, "Why is this woman allowed to speak?" And she's like, "Because mm. only Spartan women give birth to real men." Yeah, the yeah. Spartan men. Yeah, yeah. Which they they're in their mythology. It's like the Spartans are descendants from Hercules himself. Which uh-huh. in Greek it is Heracles. Thank you very much, fucking Hollywood. Oh, God, sorry. I just think it's badass though because it's like they give them enough dialogue to do stuff and they're always doing something yeah like this is something i realized with rise of empire you show up and they're just standing there waiting to give off dialogue yeah versus like in this one there's like that scene where uh leonidas's son is running around and she's looking for him and uh and then she ends up having this conversation with with that guy and the older dude like by Mm -hmm. the water well or whatever it's like we're walking through the town. We're seeing the set. Like we're seeing people doing stuff like the blacksmith working and, and women carrying stuff around. Like we're watching a, a society actually go mm-hmm. versus like, Oh, she was standing by this thing and okay. Enter guy says dialogue cut away. Like that's it, it's, yeah. it was so lazy in the second one, but the first one they're actually doing stuff. The dialogue has a point. It, it really shows off characters. It works for what just, they're it, doing, it, what they're trying yeah. to uh, do anyways. Yeah. And, and and the dialogue doesn't feel quite as try hard. Yeah. It actually feels a little bit like because obviously trying to write that kind of like old war slash, you know, almost like thespian type dialogue, mm-hmm. I can understand could be a little uh, difficult to do, especially when you're in a little more modern time. If yeah. you're not. They, they actually got a, uh, good at that. a professor, a Greek hist- history professor from Cambridge University to coach them how to how to pronounce the names correctly. And that'd be good. Like, he would have told I, I them guess, not to say Hercules for Greek then. Fuck. <laughs> but it's just like, it's like better dialogue and it's not quite as like generic bad guy stuff. I mean, it's still in there, yeah. but it's not quite as blatant and annoying. Like it's not as egregious some, as it could be. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you get a, with the, like, you know, it's gotta be hard to like when you had to try and do the Asgardians and the first Thor yeah. or like, or like Lord of the Rings or game of Thrones, like, you know, getting your dialects down and stuff like that without sounding either super cringe Lord or too modern. Mm. I, I could see how that's a little difficult, but granted that's where the talent comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, so. I, I know the queen, uh, the actress who plays the queen, like every time she spoke, like in mm. the way that they lit her, I straight up thought she was, um, the one chick from pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Karen Knightley. Yeah, she's because she sounded yeah. like her with that accent on and everything. Yeah, Ooh, Tivis just like punched his table. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "Damn it, not Karen Knightley." <laughs> I raised my hand and smacked it on the side. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, I, again, I I don't know. It's I think well, and I think the way it's shot is good too. And I hate to like say that, especially when some people tend to 
dog on his style and things like that. But there's a lot more camera angles and movement well, this and one like was a, uh, cleaner fights and stuff like that. I thought it was more impressive. Yeah, this was more of an art piece, too, because they shot this whole thing in a warehouse. It was all green screen. The only mm. thing that wasn't green screen were some of the costumes that the people were wearing, you know, like mm. uh, um, and then, of course, like the Persian like. Uh, sword hand guy crab hand guy mr crabs as i called him earlier (laughs) (laughs) um which actually no technically they weren't crab hands they would have been more lobster so yeah uh, yeah Yeah, oh well no maybe it was half of a lobster (laughs) just call him fat scyther it was just uh, yeah it was like from here to here was all yeah I I like that they, uh, you know, they talk about their ho- uh, religious holiday where they're not allowed to wage war, which I think may have been one of the things that led into the Olympics because, you know, that all war ceased during that time. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they don't mention it. But 10 years prior in the set, we see it in the second film, the uh, Athenians. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, in the Persians' first invasion of Greece, uh, the Spartans were not there because it was during that time. So they thought they could pull the same stunt. And uh, the movie changes this probably for the better of storytelling. But the the Spartan government actually told uh, their like, "Hey, go ahead and take uh, you know a, a big group of bodyguards and just go over that area. We're not waging a war." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you also this proves why hierarchies are better than the democratic government? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that. Um, and there's that's a difference a joke, between democracy a joke, and, a de- and a democratic republic. Yeah. Um, yes, there is. <laughs> um, I also do appreciate in 300 that instead of just trying to make us fucking assume stuff by having characters tell us things, we actually get to see them do things. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, is when King Leonidas is talking to the oracles and he's explaining the plan and he's actually drawing drawing it in the sand and telling them, here's our plan. This is what we're going to do. This should work. And then the oracles, even though it's a good plan, the oracles are like, no, we're going to do this thing Mm -hmm. and show you drunk lady. And, uh, so it shows that King Leonidas has a plan. He's thinking he's smart. He's tactitious. That's a cool, that's a cool thing. So then when he's making decisions later in the film, mm-hmm. you're not annoyed at him mm-hmm. as much. Cause you, you, you're like, okay, he's thinking about it. He knows what he's doing. It's fine. Um, but in like the second one, it's just like, we have to take everybody's fucking word for it, that these people are incredible, or we don't even know what the plan is yeah. until it's already happening. Yeah. And you're like, Oh bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The second one's a so. whole expedition dump as to why they're great. Um, yeah and we'll get into that again like i said in a few minutes here uh but so i said to my wife too something about the sex scene um between leonidas and his wife um Mm. right before he goes off to battle and everything and uh i thought that was like the best sex scene that i've seen in a Zack snyder thing ever at first i told her i was like i think this is the only sex scene i've ever seen Zack snyder direct and then I realized he did the stupid one in Watchmen. The Watchmen. Um, okay, to be fair, and, I, and I, I'm and kind of with you here. The only reason why you call that one dumb has got to be the song choice. Come on. No, I just, 
I don't know. It, you turn it the music off. That's a pretty visually so, nice. So the sex scenes are supposed scene. to be romantic and sexy at the same time. That's that's how I would judge a sex scene is the romance in it and if it's actually sexy. The one in uh, the stupid ship was kind of meh. I I think all sex scenes are different. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Cause, cause, is it is it a is it a one night stand? Is it between a well, wife and a husband? Like is it a reluctant too, sex you scene? Really is it see, a- in the way the camera was, I guess I, I'm not dissecting their sex scene. I'm not gonna go back and rewatch it, but like you could see the passion between the two characters within, and it. that's the good and that's the good word. Yeah, and you also got to think about it because uh, this one always strikes me too it, when it comes to um, this sounds kind of weird. But because it's a period piece in the way it is, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting sexual positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a feeling that Zack Snyder just wanted to use them all uh, versus like you look at like a Game of Thrones. Um, the I, there's, a, there's a point Momoa where just like bends his wife rail, over and rails her. F- fucking railing her. Well, it's because they the men are yeah. they kind of see women as objects so they're inferior and they mount them well, that like was their before she the like took control too but see and that's what i'm talking about her getting on top and going cowgirl style was it's it's a show of dominance mm. well, which cal drogo wouldn't necessarily right. because that's why he's reluctant when you see that it's like he has to submit essentially in that position yeah. for the most part and she takes over so it is interesting that in this one they're they both get their turn mm-hmm. if that makes sense and i think i think that regardless of whether or not like certain positions actually existed in their time um because i don't know how early the kama sutra came up and how often how many countries actually knew of right. it um but the idea is is that we're being shown that they're both essentially on the same level like you know they both get their turn they both get to take the reins and and it's all like super passion and stuff and it's obviously shot and edited relatively like uh i don't know artsy so it's kind of nice yeah doesn't feel over overtly gratuitous or right anything, no so no, no it doesn't cool. feel like it should be on Pornhub or some shit like that like but then but you know then you go look at like a movie like original sin with antonio banderas and angelina jolie the whole point is it's supposed to be like this kind of chaotic karmic mm. kind of thing because it's uh the original sin they're committing adultery i believe yeah. and so it's like it's well, gotta no, I, be I, I meant for like a Zack snyder yeah like it was it was it was his better work of but i don't think he's done anything else besides that and watchmen for sex scenes that i can recall um because i mean what else do we got to choose from there was no sex scenes in there Um, Uh, there if there was it was leading to one in one of the superman movies but it didn't like (laughs) portray it he just got pulled into a bathtub maybe there's gonna be a three-hour sex scene in justice league Boom. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Between Dark Side and Steppenwolf. There you go. Oh, they're Legends no, of they're the, related. Was there one in Legends <laughs> of the Guardians? <laughs> oh no. Deleted scene. Zack Snyder's Legends of the Guardian cut. <laughs> and like it just does a bunch of like slow-mo and fade to blacks, and then all of a sudden, two scenes later, there's just an egg and an S. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he didn't do much before he did Dawn of Dead. It was all like shorts. Okay. Well fuck. Um, all right. Well, uh nice last thing I wanna talk on with the first movie, anyways, is Xerxes. Mm. 
what did you guys yeah. think of like his his like appearance in the film like because he's like fucking like they they make him look like he's four feet taller than leonidas in the in the one scene and then of course that voice over uh work that they did was kind of rough i i don't know if you guys watch it on blu-ray or not but in the blu-ray the voiceover kind of doesn't match with the lips a whole hundred percent it does not um but i still like the tone of the voice and i I and i like his appearance like just being this massive giant so on the over in the over the top costume and all that like and that's something that that was another thing I, th- I feel like they kind of fuck up in the second one but yeah uh i'll just say for the sake of it in this one i like the presence that they try to give him because he does look kind of dopey with all the piercings and all it's the silliness Persian, but though. like but you know at, at the point it's getting a, it's getting a point across it's yeah. showing off his riches um like he comes in on that throne being carried by all those people like it's it's a nice visual a representation yep. of of the kind of dominance that he has over his culture and stuff like that. I think that's really neat. Again, I do like the. I agree with you. I like the voice. I think it just it, the whole point is it's supposed to make him larger than life. And I think they because uh, obviously he's not he doesn't really do anything in, on a physical standpoint when it comes to intimidation and things like no. that. He has everybody else do the work for him. So I think um, it's the idea of it's a coward that needs to use intimidation yeah. to prove a point. And I, and I think they do a really good job. With and, that. and and he's so like wanting, he like, he needs everybody to just like submit to him. Like, mm-hmm. he, Oh, he wants the he, validation. He wants oh, yeah. the validation. It's like, but then I'm like, if you kill someone, you're not really being validated by them. You just kill them. Then that's <laughs> yeah. kind of less, in my opinion you know or whipping and stuff i mean it's it's kind of like the idea it's like why people are usually against torture it's uh to get certain things because it's like okay did they confess to something because it's true or that because they wanted it to stop so that you know that which happens a lot becomes an issue which i'm sure yeah so it's it i just think it works good to his character it really shows um it really shows a dynamic like the the juxtaposition and the like the the duality of like um two different leaders mm. and the way that they lead yeah one is he's on the front lines he's right next to you he you know even says i would die for any of the men next to me well he wants all his men to submit to him and do his bidding he said he would, slaves he would kill his men right in front of his other men to get the respect out of them or something to prove a yeah. point yeah and leonidas would die to prove his point and i think and i think that really it's it's kind of cool to see the two cultures and the two leaders mm-hmm. and the two um, ideologies clash in such a uh, neat one-on-one yeah. powerful way too. I think that's and he, think that was played by Rodrigo Santoro. Uh, oh, I thought it was Keegan Michael Key. Sorry, um, I don't know who that is. Come on, guys, Key and Peele. Oh. Fucking hell! Come on, guys. <laughs> well, I'm glad my joke didn't land. Crash and burn yeah. like hackers. Just uh, nobody. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no, I'm not giving. I'm not giving you a hackers. I'm not giving you a hack the planet. I'm not doing it. Oh, fuck you guys! Especially if you don't know who Keegan Michael Key is. I'm. So I didn't watch that shit. Me. I seriously didn't what? watch that shit. Keem Peel is incredible. Yeah. Did you not see uh, Keanu, the little cat? No, movie? I never watched it. You never saw no. like I w- How I Met Your Mother. I watched How I Met Your Mother. He's in an episode of that. One. He's of in them. an episode of like everything. Uh, he's in Parks and Rec as uh, he was um, uh, Rita's uh, 
uh, teacher boyfriend who like made cupcakes and muffins and stuff. Uh. Oh, Goldar. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyways, like anyways, anyways. Oh, so, Rita, got yeah. it. <laughs> got it. That took me a second. We all made some bad jokes there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My last Trifective, thing on Xerxes sad. was uh, he just reminded me of Ra from uh, the Stargate movie from 94. Yeah. The, yeah. Sun, the sun god? Yeah. So, Tivis, what did you think? Because you haven't said much about the first film. <laughs> and we're about uh, to get to the second one because I know you got to go soon. Well, I I enjoy it. This is my uh, what I Snyder at what I consider his best. Taking something that already exists and putting it on screen. He's, I don't yeah. think he's that good at making his own stuff, but, mm. you know, everyone has their own taste. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, what do you mean about making his own stuff? A lot, Almost everything he's done is an adaptation. That is actually true. Everything well, he's I mean, done is an adaptation. Every Man single Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, while adaptations are original things that didn't follow page for page out it's, of... I mean, it's still an adaptation. Adaptation shouldn't have to follow page for page, script for script, word for word. Yeah. Hence the word adaptation. (laughs) It shouldn't. But with him, I think it needs to. (laughs) Yeah, probably wouldn't hurt. I mean, maybe Legends of the Guardians, but I don't know. Was that a book or something before? I have no idea. Guardians of Gahul? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a series. So yeah, everything he's done is, is, is an adaptation so far. Except but, for uh, his new zombie film that's coming out, which might just be a sequel to the other zombie franchise he had done. So, yeah, which I think it is. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I the adaptation argument. I mean, it's hey, that's just, it's half the it's half the reason why people don't like him. Uh, because everybody hates. Well, not I guess obviously can't say everybody, but a majority of people don't like his take on uh Man of Steel, and they don't yeah. like. I mean, don't forget he helped write. Uh, the first Wonder Woman. Okay. A lot of people are waking up to that one, and maybe I should rephrase that. When he does faithful adaptations, is where he shines. Well, I just think I just think this one worked for him because it's a lot of people. Like, Didn't I, I don't know. know I just it. I feel like. Well, I just think every well that's one. I mean, graphic novels weren't necessarily as. Right prominent in the movie adaptation world at that point because i mean people were still dealing with normal ass comics yeah that was the fantastic four and stuff yeah yeah so i mean because you you also got like you know this is coming out in like 2006 this is around uh you, you know lord of the rings is either just about to finish or has finished up you got um you know medieval stuff was making a big charge at that time you had like you know like eagle eye and or not eagle eye but like the eagle and don't forget channing tatum was in that Mm. um i think i think this just really showed off the visual storytelling of it and you Mm -hmm. also got to remember like this is something like again compared to 300 uh of an empire or whatever rise of empire again it didn't look cheap i don't know how he got all the but but the costumes look better the and the fighting looked better. It looked like, you know, people really took their time and and everybody looked the part and painted on abs. They, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was over the top storytelling and it was oh. kind of like almost like magic. And we hadn't really seen so much like crazy green screen that was dramatic like this. The last time we'd seen green screen or blue screen is like prominent mm-hmm. and almost the focal point was the fucking prequels. And that was essentially a lot of that looks almost cartoony. 
Um, especially well, you go back to like Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's true. Uh, but another thing I really liked is the uh, actual historic accuracy of it. There's very little things in this that are just wrong. And I mean, mm. I know a lot of there's some people who are like, you know, they portrayed the Persians as monsters and stuff. And I'm like, you got to re- remember, this is from the point of view of the Spartans. I mean, that yeah. Yeah. claw had th- it might have just been a dude with a sword. But to them, they yeah. made it more terrifying. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. wanted people you know, like, hey, we got to stop these guys. And yeah, yeah, it's because some because sometimes people like they talk about it like with the Joker and like uh, Taxi Driver, the unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily always mean it's all just a lie. Sometimes it could mean it's just dramatized mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. changed up. So, um, yeah, exactly to your point. I think I think that's a, a you know like the wolf doesn't have to be as big as an elephant. It could just be a fucking wolf. Yeah. But for the story, it's kind of neat to see this like creepy, almost mythical looking monster being defeated by a by a man mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of neat you know a beowulf great example yeah shit like that and another thing people have to remember is like beowulf a lot of these stuff uh they actually were seeing some strange ass shit because they ate moldy bread and hallucinated a lot i'm sure <laughs> yeah i could see that i mean the greeks are known just to exaggerate everything and mm-hmm. and you know the Spartans being beat the fuck all the time. Like pretty sure there's some brain damage anyways. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, great hallucinations. Um, And they already proved in this specific movie, even that there are hallucinogens because they give it to the uh, Oracle. So Mm. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in short, I liked it. Yay! And it wasn't even it wasn't even the soundboard. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's dive into Rise of an Empire. Then uh, this is the 2014 film starring people I don't even fucking know, except for the reprising role characters from the first movie. You Can- don't know Eva Green? Come on! Can I say that I think this mm. would have been better received if it hadn't waited eight years? Eight years. You yeah, said? there was eight years between the first one and the second. Yeah. Well, they also say at the beginning of the dialogue move in the beginning dialogue of the film, it's been like 10 years, which doesn't make sense. Well, um, no, yeah. that's the, the way uh, they portray that does not look when, that way, the, That's the Battle of Marathon that I was talking about earlier where the Spartans didn't participate. Oh, yeah. That was 10 years before the Xerxes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. We'll let it slide then. I'm kind of 50 50 on you with that, Tivis, because I do under I do kind of agree that some movies get a little a little bit of a pass because it comes out so quickly afterwards. People are still like in the mood. Well, I think Stranger Things is probably a good example. Like even if it's kind of dog shit, people are still kind of on the high of the first season. Yeah. So they'll get this through next it. Season uh, probably that's Mandalorian. Out, this probably is just off of uh, my, my experience because I don't think I would have enjoyed yeah. the second one as much as I did if I hadn't just watched the first one. See, and here and I'm kind of with with that uh, immediately is that watching the second one and then going back and rewatching the first one because you get worried. You watch that second one. Mm-hmm. And you go, God, well, OK, for me, what a fucking pile of shit. <laughs> what a fucking terrible film. I fucking hated it, by the way. But I'm going I'm going through the whole time and I'm like. Uh, I think there's like this first ship battle that happens. Right. And they do this really cool, like ramming thing. Mm. And I'm like, okay, would have been neat to know that this was the plan. I don't know anything. I think, I think they even talk about the wall to sea and shit like that. But like, 
I don't know. Again, it's all Athenian stuff, naval battles. Mm-hmm. So this big CGI Navy battle happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't give a rat's ass about any of these characters. I don't know what's going on. Anytime they kind of go back and well, talk about the original 300, I get pissed off. And then I'm like, I hit pause and I go, fucking hell. I'm barely 40 minutes into it, this, like almost two it's hour. It's not film. even that they die. go back to talk about the original film. It's that these films are side by side. Yeah. They're the, happening it's so at weird. the same at time. The timestamp an hour and eight minutes passes before you get to a point in the story where you're after the 300 film. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. like they talk, it's like prequeled. Then happening side by side and then happening afterwards and then afterwards and then we come back. It's like so when you're having these conversations in Sparta, I'm like, I fucking am not entirely sure where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And it um, also doesn't make sense according to the timeline of the first film where it was just the course of a couple days. I believe it was where this film, it's like. They're traveling back and forth to Athens, like all the time. I'm like, travel is not that fast. They are tele- they are teleporting a lot. Yeah. And they're um, all king god kings now. <laughs> it's like And the di- the dialogue is absolutely shit. It's generic, hollow, batty stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate it. There's even a point where somebody's like sleeping and they kick in me goes, Oh shit. And gets up. I got Hannah and I like, I missed it. And Hannah goes, Wait, what? He goes, Oh shit. Like is that how they speak? Like, like some guy caught him sleeping and that's mm. what he, how he pops up and they talk about uh, like damn it and stuff. Yeah. She's like, I don't remember them throwing around dialogue like that. Cause no. you know, especially things like being damned and things like that. They took a little more seriously. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I guess you're overthinking for this type of film. And for them, but I was like, I don't know. The first one did a pretty good job with I, it for the most I part. I was really sad too, for them being in the ocean, most of this film, there wasn't more yeah. things talking about Poseidon. Like, yeah. they should have been talking about it. There should have been a scene where they were pray, praying to Poseidon well, to Poseidon for, like, to win the battle or some well, shit. Well, don't forget, we even got it. We even essentially got a scene like that in the first one when they're over on the mountains watching the sea tear apart yeah. their uh, Persian Navy. And you're like, yay, we're happy. And they're like, praise Poseidon. Poseidon saved us or whatever and shit like that. Could have been interesting. But they don't yeah. do that for the people that are in the Navy who like literally are on the water all the time. It didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, and the historic part of this one, they just fucking said, screw it. We're going to do what oh, we yeah. that same guy that uh, from Cambridge that Snyder hired to help with the first one mm. really railed into this one talking about how like the uh, what's that girl's name? Oh, the Eva Green bad girl. Yeah. Uh, I can't uh, she wasn't name. an abused orphan child. She was actually a queen who uh, petitioned not to send the fleet to Greece. <laughs> uh, Arti- just, Artemi- Artem- Artemisi? Artemis? Yeah, something like that. And, uh, but uh, and, and, oh god and the main guy's name i just kept thought i kept thinking no, they no, called no. him mr mistopheles like, i was laughing they had to do some weird thing i think maybe like not necessarily Zack snyder maybe Zack snyder who knows but they had to mm-hmm. throw in that random rape thing in there because they're basically saying like ava green eva eva green's character artemisia yeah. or whatever her, she watched her family die in front of her. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to think, okay, this is what turns her crazy. No, 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 no. The Greek soldiers capture her and put her on a fucking boat. Well, first of all, her own people killed her own people. Then they mm-hmm. take her on a boat 
as a kid, she's like, she looks like she's like 10 or 11 at that time. Anybody notice that the old dude who was about to rape her kind of looked like Harvey Weinstein, right? But I'm just throwing that out there. He did. No, I'm he not totally kidding. Did. I think that was del- I think it was deliberate. And again, I hate to be I hate to be that guy, but I couldn't help but notice we had a lot of string strong female characters talking shit about the male yeah. characters right in their face, especially when they're like god kings and shit. It was really kind of annoying. Um, also, like again, like I said, Lena Headey just felt like she was playing Cersei. Didn't feel like she was doing the queen stuff. Just standing mm. around, not doing much. Again, I well, half guys, this movie is taking place while the first movie is going on, anyways. So you right, got that. And it, but it and it is also strange. It fucks me up a little bit because they open with exposition dump stuff, like kind of like the first one and the Wonder Woman oh, type no. stuff with uh, Lena Headey doing the exposition yeah. on it, but she's giving a speech. But yet breaking fourth wall, essentially, because she's telling the speech to us like she literally is deliberately looking well, they did into that, camera. They did that in the first one with. Um, uh, 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 Formir. Formir, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But one eyed guy. But we also but we also have like he's Dilios saying it around a camp, name. but he's saying it around a campfire. And he's telling a story versus like she's literally no, telling us no. what's happening. He's like. He's. Yeah, they kind of do it in both in the first one. He's like, because first you you at the beginning you see him at the campfire, but then at the end he's in the the uh, council room telling those people, and then it morphs into him on the battlefield finishing up the story. So it's like in three separate places he's telling this same story. But it also feels like he's not like looking straight at you and going here. No, no, no. It's they like he's talking it. to a crowd and stuff. I, it's not. I as don't a, know if it's blatant. because of the way they just had the camera set up. They could have put it off to the side or something to make it not yeah. look. Because I get she's supposed to be like walking straight or some shit on the ship. Well, but well, when she catches up, she's about to do the fight. So we're under the impression that she's giving a speech. Yeah, like she's telling the story and giving like a speech rather than telling all a story. These thousands of people can hear one person talking. Oh, I make that. I make that joke like fifty, especially oh. when half of these are happening on the boat. Yeah, the, I'm, la- like, I'm laughing. My I can fucking see ass that off. person, that exact person I want to see on that boat, like yeah. miles yeah. away when I can it barely see the fucking my, boat. Blows my or mind. Or at the dude. end of and the it, first one when they're like the the ten thousand Spartans. And the 300,000 other people. I'm like, mm. you're like one dude. You need a megaphone, a sound system, sir. You need something. Like, I mean, granted, you're going to see a lot of shit like that. Like, you know, yeah. the speech and brave heart and, and shit like that from Rohan and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I kind of get it. But, um, I, I really would like somebody to check me on this. I'll, I'll probably pull it up for one more time okay. just because I spent $2 and I'm angry about it. But, um, I I really do believe that I don't think there is actual narrative dialogue between two characters for almost 15 minutes of this film. It fucking mm. blows my mind. So, it's and like and the and the you get to see how Xerxes comes to be. Mm. And when I looked at I, just, I remember telling him, I go, that I go, this is supposed to be that dude. And I'm like, okay, I can't fi- I, we gotta figure out how this happens. Yeah. And I like, go, so did he get so sad his hair fell out? No, he walks into a pool that kind of looks like a it, like it thermometer. Like gold pool, uh gold melted gold. It was so fucking but silly. Still, that shouldn't make it him so like bad. five feet taller. Yeah. It was, well and took off all his beard and his hair and, well, and, and are we supposed piercings? to be on the assumption me. that he walked in and then came out with the piercings? 
Well, that's yeah. how he did it. That's how the show portrayed it. <laughs> well, like, it's somebody embellishing a story, but, but still, still, it's there's not a big difference same. between that versus like a big elephant or like yeah. a guy looked goofy. This was a dude who like transformed but immediately. I, I actually yeah. have some thoughts on yeah. Xerxes in a second, but another thing, like immediately I knew things were going to be as good because yep. Xerxes nor his father, is it Darius? Dare? Something like that. Uh, they weren't at King the Darius, Battle of yeah. Marathon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, we're already starting off weird. But at the same time, there was that line in the first 300 with the queen saying it all started with a mistake years ago. Mm. So, and I'm and I'm pretty sure they use almost six to ten minutes of recycled footage. Like probably straight up just reuse mm-hmm. footage not only to like retell something because we're apparently too fucking dumb to remember which to be fair a lot of stuff happens oh no they totally did the, I don't the, care. the scene at the beginning where you see um themis- them- themistilicles or whatever his name is <laughs> mr mistopheles um kill <laughs> that's a, that's or not kill but right? like shoot the arrow into the king yeah we mm-hmm. spend yeah. a long time on that in the beginning and then like not even halfway through the, the movie we get we like a flashback it. of it. And I literally looked at Nikki. I was like, why the, why are we need this? I was like, we, we know what's happening. We're watching the movie. And, and I it think was literally the opening of the it, film. It's not it was like, the inciting incident. It's not like a four clip. hour movie or some shit. It's like, a, it's a well, it's the exact same thing in the hours. I think they well, take no, it's the exact same thing and just put Eva yeah. Green's voice over yeah, it. Yeah. It's just her retelling it. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, it might have been her, but I swear they took the same audio clip from the first 300 of the Queen uh, saying, you know, it started with a mistake. Probably. Yeah. They didn't want and to pay her for just, a couple extra words. Well, <laughs> and like Xerxes doesn't have his presence because now we're keeping on him so much and like his yeah. origin feels was so weird just that mean, I just. Was he missing like a, his, like in the first one, he seemed to like glow, like with godly might. Yeah. Well, I think it's and, bad lighting yeah. and it's cheap. Like it all just looked really cheap. This and one like, was a lot. Uh, like I watched it on the Blu ray and the Blu ray was like a lot crisper than the first mm-hmm. one. So I wasn't sure if it was because of the, the the time difference or just because they just decided a different color palette well, for the whole thing. And don't forget they also shot that this was a 3D film. Was it? This yeah, okay. yeah that and, makes sense with a lot of the and we stuff brought it, I saw. And we brought it up a couple of times because we looks could, like it's from a fucking PS2 yep, video yep, game. Yep. <laughs> and it had all this depth and then the thing that was driving me fucking insane is every goddamn scene has floating particulates. Just randomly floating around like it was driving yeah. me insane <laughs> i don't like when they do the stupid um in these older movie in the movies are like period pieces like this when yeah. they purposefully do like this splat of blood on the screen and it stays there Gosh. for a second i'm like there's literally no camera crew there doing this. It's not supposed yeah. to be a reality show. It's not like Parks and Rec. Uh, well, I think it's supposed to be like it, 50, it lands on your that. face, like you're there in the yeah. battle. Then kind give of it to me in a VR. Because they do it in like Children of Men and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Or like in like maybe Saving Private Ryan. As, maybe it's just yeah. because it's so egregiously bad CG in this yeah, one. I think that's what it is. Because so. the whole point is to try and put you in it. Like, that's that's you, the you goal. Can tell I would imagine. That did not this this I didn't the story was all right. I didn't get bothered by that, but how they the the visuals and like you could tell they put a lot less effort. Like overall. Or they're just or they're that incompetent <laughs> too. I um 
I told I told Hannah, I go, there was a point where I fucking I was so angry that we didn't um record a commentary for it because there were two moments where I lost it. I go, <laughs> I really want to just turn it off. Yeah. There was even a point where my controller wouldn't even let me like pull up the menu to see how much time was left. Um I there was a it was the secondary naval battle, I believe. Um they're coming in, they're about to ram. And like all of a sudden the Athenians kind of disappear for a second. I go, they split off. Okay. I don't know what's at Hannah really at this point. Fuck it. You know what? Have the ships fall from the fucking sky at this point. I don't know. Oh, when they Maybe go they into made the fog, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, I bet they come from the sky. You know what? They've lost it. I bet they made a submarine. They're going to come up from underneath. I'm not kidding you. Two seconds later, they hit that like ravine mm-hmm. and end up in this it, it, like, cracked between the mountains and the Spartans start leaping, yeeting themselves <laughs> off the mountain from the sky to land. I go, Hannah, you gotta be kidding me. They're falling from the sky. I'm like their knees and legs would have shattered. Yeah. I'm not um, buying this. Here's the, here's the other thing about that scene and, and every fight scene really with these Athenians, uh, they've made it a point multiple times in the movie to tell you these are not soldiers. They're just like blacksmiths yep. and handsmaids or not handsmaids, but like, you know, people that just work on like farms and shit like that. They're not yep. soldiers. And yet Sculptors they're like beating the fuck out of these trained military Navy personnel from the Persian army who's, you know, they live on sea. Yeah. And, and and I mean, these are Persians that have like, they're trained and they can take out some Spartans even like you telling me they can't just knock these guys out. I'll do you one better. They, they fuck themselves immediately. Bow and arrows fucking exist. And the fact that the bad guys just keep not using them. I'm going to lose. Well, my shit. Even in the first one, we see yeah. that, you know, they block out the sun. Yeah. 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 And it's like, okay, there are about three different battles where it's like, if they would have just unloaded arrows for like five, 10 minutes, it's fucking up games. Games over. Mm -hmm. We didn't even need all that oily fire shit. I just go, this is all insane. Just light them up. Team six divers. Oh man, I was dying. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like, oh my goodness. It was, it's fucking laughable. And then I, I, I don't the, know if that's a real strategy, but I mean, it's kind of smart when you're dealing oh, with people with arrows. Not, but not sure, then, not the, but no. they're in the o- but they're also in the ocean. Yeah. Like, how many of these guys can swim that good and not get speared or also, not get I, shot? I wonder the- do do those guys know that they were kamikaze guys? Like, because they were yeah, they, they kind of didn't give me that vibe. They didn't give me that vibe. It's kind of like she just sent them it's, out there. I thought that the turtle shell things on their backs were like full of air, so they could breathe underwater. I was thinking either that or they had like weapons or something. I thought they were or like full I of thought, the uh, flammable or shit. Or just to keep them floating. I thought they were just it, trying it to keep them floating. It is full of the flammable shit, but when I first saw it, I didn't realize. Yeah. I just thought it was like an air tank or something, like an old school air tank, like made out of a sack of a goat's belly or some shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Her army was made up of those uh, immortals from the first film, right? I didn't see anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most of her uh, army. No, there, there was were, other there was people, both. yeah. Was there? Yeah. Because I know there was yeah. the giants. They were back throwing those she flaming was, uh, rocks. Yeah. <laughs> the gratuitous sexing was insane. Not, by the it way. That was just fucking That wasn't jarnuts. even like, that wasn't, that wasn't, not, that, that was, was that was stupid. stupid. 
It was fucking stupid. And then her fucking edgelord emo fucking makeup. I can't stand it. And then then she's, of course, fighting with two swords like an asshole at the end. And then um, it's kind of funny that you say that, because when we were watching the film, Nick is like, how come all the, the Greeks, you know, they don't wear armor? You know, she's like, I get that they can move easier, but I was like, yeah, well, they have a shield. And she's like, well. The other people wear armor and then they can carry two swords. I was like, <laughs> you don't want to carry yeah. two swords unless you're good with two swords, first of all. Well, not only that, like a lot of Spartans weren't carrying their shields either. Or I guess they weren't Spartans or Athenians, They're but Athenians. it's like, why did only some of them have them and some of them didn't? And they like, might have lost them. They might have been too heavy for them. Again, I again, guess, the first but... movie even set that up that like not everyone knows how to hold a shield or can carry a shield. Oh well, the only oh, one they really talk about is the monster that, guy. That who right there, I want to get into that. Was he? He looked different in the second one, and yes. he was able to they move gave him his like damn CGI. arm better. Like they made oh, a yeah. point that he, he couldn't was, raise his arm, and then yeah. he's like doing full motion with it in the second. In the, one. Yep. In the first one, the hunchback was yeah. like practical mm-hmm. for the most part. In the second yeah. one, it looked like almost all CG. Yeah. It's like a bodysuit, and they gave him a CGI yeah. eye that kind of like floated around. It was really weird. Oh, let me get, yeah, you know what? Let me get on that. Fucking every time they tried to introduce a backstory to a character, they ruined it. Like, I didn't realize that the dude who got kicked into the fucking pit was the dude who found Bad Girl. Yeah. He's the one who picked her up. And I go, this guy trained her. This guy trained her how to fight and do all the badass stuff. Really makes him look like a dipshit for getting caught off guard and kicked into a well like an asshole. I think those heads that she brought back were supposed to be the same ones that he held to uh, intimidate. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And it's like that's silly. The Xerxes stuff was silly. And like I said, I really how because you really do like King Leonidas and you like the Spartans and you're rooting for him in the first movie. I really just do kind of hate how they shit on him on this one. And it really kind of annoys the fuck out of me. I understand that it's like, oh, it's the bad guy's dialogue, but it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying to like see Leonidas's head lopped off and shit like that. Just kind of bugged me. Well, they they that that was something else. I was like, um. I didn't like I didn't like this second movie. <laughs> I, I hated I, it. I, I really didn't care for it. I enjoyed it, but I, I told Nick I recognize like, that it's worse. <laughs> there there, yeah. there are some cool moments for it, but they they would be cool in a different movie. Oh um, God, I'd have can to I know talk which about one's the director real quick. Okay. Sure. Uh Noam Murr. He's yeah. done three things. He did a, a smart people. Which was in uh, oh, praised yeah. at the Sundance Film Festival. He was then picked up to do a Good Day to Die Hard, but left that to do the Rise of the Empire. Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. did, hasn't done anything until 2018, where he did a BBC miniseries, Watership Down. Mm. Okay, so okay. he's got three wow. credits. Apparently, right after this, uh, that actress did uh, Dame to Kill for the Sin City movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ava Green's in a lot of stuff, dude. And pretty much shows her boobs in 90% of it. Um, Why? She was also money. She was money penny in uh, one of the Bond. Daniel Craig Bond movies. Um, Oh, can we talk about after like when after the explosions on the Athenian ships and everybody ends up in the water? Uh One, I don't understand how the leader guy isn't charred to a billion pieces because that explosion happened like five feet in front of his face. I was like, so he's dead now, right? Like, as soon as that happened. I was like, oh, okay, cut to credits. And then, um, 
we hit the water and because they want to lift a scene from the fucking first yeah, one the seal. they have these like weird little sea monster dragon underwater dragons with the glowing eyes from it was no, the they were wolf. like eels they were like oh. eel dragons or some shit oh i didn't really it was two of them it was, it was too dark Loch Ness i couldn't see but after we saw them because i i know they were spiky dragons because yeah. one they bring up talking about like a sea sea serpent dragon once. And then after we see those ugly, stupid things, we cut back to Eva green, uh, bad girl, emo hot topic lady. Um, she's got like this weird, like spiky gold armor kind of reminds me of, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Nicole Kidman's stupid trench armor from Aquaman. Like it looks fucking dumb. And I told Hannah a bunch of times, I got a lot of Aquaman vibes from this, like the poor dialogue, the bad CG, the, ugh. but the problem was, is there's no Jason Momoa to like counterbalance my so hatred for everybody. Nobody, in this film. Like the, the actors in this, there, there wasn't any bland. Like, good. Act, like, I mean, Graham, when the first one came out, Gerard Butler was a nobody. And he was it, even, uh, 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 uh Fassbender really wasn't was a nobody. Like all the actors in the first one were nobodies when they came out, but it was yeah. still enjoyable because the acting was pretty pretty good. And then they all blew up yeah. to be something. In this one, it's like there's no standout actor for me, unless you well, try to say Ava Green, but I feel like I've seen that before. Like I've seen that well, same I, shit well. before. Well, I think the problem is, is that the first one, it was like a bunch of people trying. Yeah. It was a bunch of people Look, who believed in what they were trying to do and be these characters. And then it felt like the other one, this one felt like just a bunch of people who showed up. Cause you could tell a lot of the people that came back from the first mm -hmm. one, they were just kind of there. Yeah. Like Lena Headey. Like I said, she was just woman who stood in a place until someone came and talked to her, left the screen, cut away. Yeah. That's literally all it was. She wasn't doing anything. And, I, and, and really I'm sorry, lame. people, if I keep saying like Ava Green, but I cannot pronounce that character's name. I can't remember any of these people's it names to save my them, life. And honestly, I don't know. I want to say Artemis, but that's a DC Artem character. It's Artemisia yeah, right. or something. Artemisia. Artemisia. Uh, so you you mentioned you get an Aquaman vibe. So I want to talk about the, yeah. the, the writer, Kurt Johnstad, who had the rejected Aquaman script. Yeah. Uh, other stuff. God, imagine losing to the script they actually use. Uh, he's got Whoa. five credits. Uh, oh, give him True to me. Vengeance. Never heard 300, of it. 300. Act of Valor. Right. Rise of the Empire. Oh, maybe. And Atomic Blonde. Well, okay. Atomic Blonde, I don't believe, is ever praised for its script. <laughs> I think it was talked more about for uh, their action. Let me. I'm gonna look up Act of Valor while you guys. Talk. I don't remember Atomic Blonde besides like the visuals. Like I've never seen. It. <laughs> I don't remember what. Well, yeah. I don't remember what it was about. Uh, I'm this pretty is sure like Act of Valor movie, was a war right? movie, though. Act of Valor got a 27 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that that's not that you know not that I usually talk to a, appeal to authority on that. But IMDb gave it a 6.5. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like a war movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, basic ass. Yeah. yeah, it's just you can get away with a lot of stuff when it's action. Mm. Like I guess, I mean, we even said it with the original 300. I think it gets a lot of, um, it gets a lot of passes because it was visually stunning and exciting and something kind of new. Would, yeah, I would actually, if anyone out there has tried to make this monstrosity, I would give it a watch <laughs> because I want to see how coherent the story visually it's going to be a mess. But if someone could have mm -hmm. chopped and placed them together in one film. 
Oh, oh, try and the oh, Snyder and Cut of three hundred. <laughs> that'd be that actually could be funny because I mean you'd be surprised. You could probably cut out a lot of the Empire stu- uh, Rise of Empire yeah. stuff. You really probably could. Oh, you know what you do? You have them start to do that fight, the fr- the second naval fight before the explosions, and then just cut to them all celebrating that the ocean just destroyed all the navies. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We killed everyone. Honestly, <laughs> honestly I thought that's what Credits. they were going to like lead into with that. Like the Navy that's what I thought it was too. Once I realized it was like running side by side, I was like, oh, so the Navy stuff is going to coincide with the Navy shit from that one. And that kind of helps the Spartans out. Nope. God, fuck me, I guess. Uh, apparently, it, uh, they were protecting the other border because they were trying to attack from the north and the south. And so I guess. The Spartans were blocking the way from one end, and then that Navy was supposedly blocking the way from the other. Um, they just didn't yeah, know sure. they were both doing it to help each other. So, the uh, that's the what only I reason that from those ships survived that storm because she even comments on it. You know, it's just a Greek storm. Uh, is because she was at the helm of the fleet. Is what mm. I'm getting. Yeah. Also, also gotta throw this out here. She talks about how, like, they're all pissed off. It's like, well, why are you taking your orders from a Greek woman? Blah, blah, blah. And mm. I go, yeah, you know, honestly, that is a great question. Because the the black guy who gets kicked down the pit is talking shit about a woman speaking in her place. Well, apparently she rose to the rank of a fucking commander. Yeah. yeah. So I, it seems like his dialogue might be a little stupid. Yeah. Because he's not Ted yet, you would this imagine is, this that this is why we don't like would, retcons, John. <laughs> this is really bad, dude. It's really bad. Um, like they recontextualize oh, a lot of stuff, okay. and it's really sad. I guess they did incorporate <laughs> some things from the Xerxes comic because Frank Miller is credited. Is he? Yeah. Because I mean, they called the Xerxes comic, so I I guess they're was there like different well, no, installments the Xerxes of the same one story didn't one? come out until 2018. That was four years after this. <laughs> Well, it's it's oh, in the oh, you're credits. right. It is a 2018 historic inspired comic book that was uh, he got inspired by this movie, I guess. Oh goodness, it's it's it, guys, it's really bad. It we got it for two bucks on Amazon, and I'm fucking pissed to off. Rent or buy? <laughs> I, I spent two dollars, and I'm mad. Uh, oh, no, it, sorry. Uh, he worked with them while he was writing it. It wasn't published until four years after, but he had started writing it during the filming did you guys at least like that they got this is the same actors to play the same characters again yeah i was kind of confused why the one-eyed guy was in the battle when he literally told him hey you have to survive to tell our story that's so weird i i I go he did did and and tell the story yeah but then he was right back into the battle yeah you'd want to keep him around Technically, that battle was supposed to be a year later. Was it? Right. Yeah, because he said I, I a year ago at the end of 300 anyways. Um, Here's another this, one. of This one, of course. I don't know the timelines in these movies now because of this film. Well, I'll just say, uh, thank God ooh, we brought back the car. I don't care. I like it didn't help anything. It didn't. And, you know, it's not like all they did was lend their name. And well, you had Xerxes, one second, make the me same go, guy played Xerxes. It didn't look but he like looked it, different. but yeah, what? I just go, well, you brought him back and you made him look worse. Yeah. So if anything, you make it worse. I mean, it was eight years of difference. You know, uh, honestly, yeah. I think, I think if they would have done this as a uh, graphic animation, I think this could have been better and they could have done a little bit more and maybe done some extra takes yeah. and 
put a little more time into it if they would have actually just done like at like a like a you know like a beowulf type thing or like something like anime animated crazy yeah this would actually be a really good like series for someone to pick up to turn into a tv series hbo max baby get Uh, zack snyder on it (laughs) what annoys me about the ending is the spartans didn't have that many ships oh i just dude, it's just I can't it's just me knowing it. my history i'm like that's yeah. not accurate <laughs> well maybe they I'm, weren't all spartan ships maybe they, they just had the spartan the, flag yeah but they could just flown this well, flag no because uh what's her face was leading it. yeah she also talks about capes too yeah, yeah, and he was talking about how he united Greece and the Spartans were their own faction and yeah. then the Athenians were already out there yeah. fighting, getting their ass kicked. And and then like, oh my God, Lena Headey's character coming in and fighting. Oh my God, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Are the you queen, kidding she was me? fighting before, on the no, ship. No, no. She Go was sword fighting. Before that, we have this oh. dude beating the crap out of a woman. <laughs> I just... Like, why are we doing... So, why so, are we having like this guy literally... Like, and he doesn't hold back. He like just stabs a bitch and just like pulls yeah. out and lets her bleed to death. I'm like, well, I told, you couldn't like I told, hug her or like be a little compassionate because uh, you had your dick in there like two weeks ago, dude. Like, damn you. come on. I, I told Hannah, I go, I go, oh, it's funny. She stabbed him. And I go, he should have said, oh, the second time I've penetrated you. I, you know, it was really. Or at she that makes point that comment. She does make a comment. She says, "You fight harder than you fuck." He could have been like, "Well, how does that feel?" Like, so, do something. Give me some CSI just, jokes. Come on. <laughs> I was, I was really at this point. I told Hannah, "I go. I just, I really can't expect anything at this point because it's so <laughs> fucking terrible." I will tell people right now, just so I don't beat a dead Trojan horse. I, hey. I gotta say, <laughs> if Wrong you decade. feel the need. Yeah, 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 I know. If um, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you feel the need to see the second one, even because you still have hope that you'll like it, do yourself a favor and just buy the dual pack. Yeah. Even yeah. if you have the original 300, if you, if you even have the original 300, get yourself a backup copy in the Blu-ray bargain bin double feature. Just get that because you are going to be angry if you fucking pay good money for an individual copy of Rise of Empire. It's fucking terrible. It's a terrible film. Um, Honestly, like I would give it a 2.5 <laughs> on anything. It's awful. I it's did, really bad. I did I'd go tell, three, so I'm in the same ballpark. I'm not okay. going to rate it because I just I was annoyed by it. It just ruined. I hated it. I, it was making me mad. It, it's really probably going to make me wait another like 10 years to watch the first one again. <laughs> uh, so I can forget this one. Um, See, what you got to yeah. do is just watch Meet the Spartans. And then it's all polyclans. not watching that and talking about it, Tivis. Shut up. Tivis, I'm not kidding. That came up twice. Me and Hannah brought it up. I go, I, this really feels like a parody of itself. Yeah. And it doesn't know it. That's the sad um, part is it doesn't know it's parody. I did tell uh, I did tell Nick last night. Uh, I like the first one a lot more than this one. Mm-hmm. She said she yeah. actually enjoys this one more. She said that the the ship stuff and being able to see more of the villain side was a little cooler. I'm like, I don't need to know that. They're all going to fucking die anyways. Who cares? I mean, I guess you could say that about the first one. We knew the 300 guys died. Yeah, and who cares? I just wanted to see the fighty fighty. I cared. I actually <laughs> liked Leonidas and a couple of characters. Yeah, I, do too. I liked a couple of the people. It's, it's surprising that I still remembered the name Leonidas way before I even went back to watch this. Like, mm-hmm. just because it's been so long. Like, I actually really like 
that character. I like the Spartan lifestyle. I wish, you know, mm-hmm. more people were kind of like Spartans, but then we'd be <laughs> called uh what? I I don't know. We abusers, toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity when we'd be praising our women more than anything. Mm-hmm. I look, man. You Sorry, know, Tim, Tim, this is just like, yeah, I'm not talking on. If, if somebody wanted an actual again. rating for, the, if if somebody wanted an actual rating for the first one, I'd probably give it like a six. I think it's it's fun. If even if you don't like the storyline or anything like yeah. that, uh, it's visually kind of oh, fun. It's a little 10, different. I was going out of five. Oh, gotcha. I um, uh, boo. I always do ten. It gives me a little more wiggle room. Um. I would say probably like a six guys. And I think that's both subjective and objectively for me, just cause I, I like a lot of the actors. I love the soundtrack. I think it looks pretty good. The fight scenes are kind of fun. The, the, the gore is a little, um, over the top, but I, I feel like they utilize it really well and they, and they pull back when they don't need it versus, um, Versus the second one, it just seems overtly gratuitous and nothing really comes from mm-hmm. it. Because like, like a good example would be for me, like in the first one, they had like the dead body tree. Yeah. After yeah, I was the gonna, city's been burnt. That was weird. It seems crazy, but I'm like, I like the idea that they're um, making the Persians monsters. It's really yeah. trying to motivate them mm-hmm. and you really are trying to put the audience and, on and this, the quote unquote good guy yeah. side and I think that's a good strong element to do and, it and make him as evil as possible and the second one they tried to make you feel bad for the general the female general I'm like yeah uh, I don't care like, you show me this and yeah you, because it's a little girl you were instantly going to have an emotion about that or a feeling or a thought yeah. or something but it's like yeah. But that's not what you're trying to portray this character as. You're not trying to portray them as abused or anything like that. Because, I mean, she gets hit by Xerxes and it still goes off and does his bidding anyways. Like, she's not learning mm-hmm. lessons. She's not changing. She's not turning into a good person at all. Well, and especially I think it flies in the face of what you tried to do when um, she got raped and used all the time. Yeah. And then she's trying to use sex as a weapon. Thank and people you. would go, Holy fuck. well, people would go, no. So I said this so, to Nikki. So, I was like, "Well, because there's two ways to look at it." Okay, because there's two ways, and and let me put them both out and I, and see what side you or Nick fall on. Because one, <laughs> you could say you can use it in one of two ways. One, she's been abused sexually so much, she obviously doesn't see sex as like this important thing. So right. of course you can use it as a weapon. Why not be manipulative, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. That's kind of what she was going to try and do. That's and that's what gives her an edge up too. Is that she's a female you and think men. That's what she's trying to do. But by the end of that scene, she gets kind of upset about it. Exactly. And and the problem is, is it doesn't even like it doesn't even seem like she's trying to manipulate him. She's like insulting him until they just like almost like hate fuck each other. Yeah. And I'm like, this flies in the face of what you are trying to do. And knowing her history, it feels a little tone deaf yeah so i'm like if she would have used it like in a normal way to like try and actually manipulate him or get him off you know get him off i you know it's i think that's I think what she was trying worked, to but, do john but but it, but it just felt too it just felt like it was going back and forth it didn't know what it was actually trying yeah. to do it just wanted its sex scene it didn't know why it was doing it they just wanted and it, it wasn't yeah. like a a sex scene that you could watch and be like oh that's cool and it's like you're I mean, she looks good, I guess. No, that's not even. And part the main of it. guy it's just looks weird. like a dope. 
A lot of these characters, like a lot of the actors look yeah. retarded too. Well, I, I told can't Nick, I was them. like, well, they got actors that are more in shape in this movie than in the other one. In the first one, there's a lot of beer bellies just with paint on them. You can tell. Yeah, in but the, I think every they, single time I, I just think, think of me the Spartans with the fat guy with the ass. Yeah. Well, the, and I and I gotta disagree. Hannah pointed out all the flabby dudes in the background. Oh no, there were a lot of flabby dudes in this in one the second too. One. Yeah. Well, the main in the character, second one. the main character, when he goes onto the boat to talk to her, yeah. you can see his abs are painted on. If you well, watch see, that this scene is what again, I'm saying you can that, see it. I was like, but, but, I thought he was actually in shape. <laughs> but here, what I'm saying is, is that. In the second one, I don't feel like they even tried. Yeah. They had the beer belly dudes in the first one, but at least they tried to make it well, look good. Also, and those like, are passable. I guess you would say difference between Spartans and Athenians. Yeah, and the normal ass people, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But like, but you're looking in the background, it's like the, all these guys are in the war camp. It's like you got three or four yeah. like pot bellies that aren't working, and then you got all these dudes painted yeah. up, and it's like, why bother? Yeah. Yep. If you don't need them to all look like these Adonises, then don't bother. Yeah. I just thought it was silly and then it just felt lazy and cheap. It just feels, it feels like a parody of itself. The guy looked like a, a lower grade version of uh Russell Crowe when Sam he Worthing- was in his day. See, I was going to say Sam Worthington from uh, clash of the Titans. No, Russell Crowe or avatar. He, he looked it's more a like a face. Russell Crowe from gladiator, but not as good looking. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, or would you say we were, would you, would you say we were not entertained? <laughs> Uh, I yeah I've I was actually getting physically angry like I was like annoyed with yeah. this film watching it I was because it was mostly well, just because I'm at a point where I was out halfway through and I go you got to be kidding me there's like an hour left yeah oh no yeah well with so, that I, the sex scene too like I told Nick I was like well they just showed us that she got raped her entire life like pretty much like her childhood is like then she's yeah. using sex as a weapon. Or she's not using sex as a weapon because by the end of it, she's kind of pissed off that he she either didn't get her way or he they didn't have. I don't I don't understand that scene because it's not very yeah. well constructed to portray what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. I guess. So I just don't know what the point was. It just looked like they were hate fucking. It would have made like a little bit more of a it could have been a little bit more funny if like they were actually like towards the end. She actually tried to kill him. Right. You know, like imagine like, right, we're about to finish and she like pulls a dagger on him and he catches it. Was he it. supposed to be a war, like an actual warrior? Like, was he? Tr- I fucking don't know. I don't know anything about like, these I people. I think he, so. I think he's a leader. He killed the, the king and everything. But like they, they, they keep, keep saying that, you know, we're all just, you know, we're not warriors. We're not this. She was a trained warrior. <laughs> like, how did she not kill him? Like almost instantly. Well, and I mean, also, you know, good thing that that first king decided to just stand there like an asshole and receive that arrow in his chest. Well, he probably also There's just a lot of people it. just standing around, just not yeah. making good choices. Well, Xerxes really did the silly. same thing in the first one. Of course, they did slow-mo, I guess, in that. Yeah, because you can say it went pretty quick and he probably didn't expect it. And like, it was a really good throw. You know, yeah. it's all that kind of stuff. Like, and at least they give you the idea of a surprise attack. The guy comes up, jumps. Yeah, I, I like the all crazy uh, fake out in the first one too, where you know, yeah, see, it I did looks too. like he's surrendering. This was just a, yeah, this was just a dickhead who walked up and shot one arrow, and then there was like a point where like that happened, and he pulled up the bow and arrow again. It's like the the fucking camera gave us a shot to show that there were like four or five other arrows on the ground. Yeah. Shoot those two, idiot! Yeah. Like I, again, ugh. you have to also remember this might just be. 
their iteration of the retelling of what happened at that point too. That guy could have been a lot closer. It could have been a completely different scenario because they try and make him seem like he's like almost like, you know, Achilles or some shit shooting the fucking arrow from the land yeah. to the boat, like five boats away in the ocean. Yeah. He so. shouldn't have been the there only to way- begin with, but yeah, the only thing I can think <laughs> is the all only like way history. I- <laughs> the only way I can think the only way I could think somebody could legitimately like this, not like just like enjoy it, but think it's even remotely on par with the first one yeah. would be if, if you've never seen the first one and watch this one first. It's the only way. Mm. But at that point, I go, mm, I don't know what you get from this. That would carry on to the second one that you were like happy that you got. You know what I mean? Okay. Because all the characters that you like you recognize don't really fucking do anything. They yep. do fuck all. Honestly, there was no need like the first one is perfectly fine. It's a it's a nice solid one movie story. Yep. You yeah. don't need anything else because everything they do in this kind of does, like John said earlier, it undermines what the Spartans did in the first one it's like they were there they were doing what they needed to do but now this movie is telling us oh well if it wasn't for this group of random dudes in the ocean yeah like you know every who aren't even that impressive right who not even that impressive they're dying like super easily like it's uh, I'm, I, it's like oh but it's a naval battle i'm like i still think yeah. it's stupid yeah. the reason why the spartans were cool is because they had tiny tiny numbers and did a lot of damage yeah well, that was inaccurate. There was actually like five thousand people with those other groups that joined yeah, in. But. but you know, but yeah. but I'm just talking about if you're going to sensationalize the yeah. story, maybe actually sensationalize it so you look like a badass rather than you're like, well, we were all right. I also, guess. don't do it. <laughs> you know don't I mean? do it as a side by side to the first movie, which undermines the entire movie. Oh, it's so fucking silly. And if, like, if this was like an ugh. actual sequel, sequel, and and it was like about the battle of against the persians with the spartans and everyone else coming together from greece or uh yeah greece Mm. and then or you could have done a prequel to like how john said it could have been cool to see the persian empire rising to power of them i mean we might not want to see them going slaughter (laughs) villages all the time but still i'll I'll throw this out here imagine if we did something like the the black guy who gets kicked down the pit i can't remember his name but Mm -hmm. The actor's been in a lot of other stuff. He was in Spartacus and shit like that, mm-hmm. and he's really good. Like he's a good actor. He looks good. Do you could obviously fight? I mean, he imagine if we'd have followed he him. He doesn't have a name. But imagine if we'd have followed him. So yeah, all the way up until he gets. I got, I got a question. Do you think that pit was actually that well we see in the second movie? I think so. I think it is. I don't know because <laughs> what know. city just has a hole in the ground? Or no, maybe it's where they put their dead. I don't know. In the middle of town, though? Like, that would start to hey, smell. Look. look, you got, you know, the, the, I don't know. They were so far they have to deal with the smell of death. Kick them so. down a well got either, because then they're drinking waters. Got to prove a point, I guess. I don't um, think it was the well, because the well that she was at actually was like a well. That was just a giant... Well, Demon I know, hole. but I'm like, it was like a hell mouth in their fucking city. Like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, de- it's a, it's a, what is it? Compos- it's a compost. It's a compost hole. That's what it oh, is. Oh, so yeah. it's their toilet. So dead bodies <laughs> yeah. are perfect. Yeah. For it. Just throw, just throw some sage down there from time to time. Help the, help the smell. 
That's where they. Fab- that's where they put all the old oracles once they get too old. <laughs> little 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 Spartan Febreze. Oh, you're 23. You gotta go in the hole. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of context there. Uh, but yeah, thanks uh, for making me revisit a pretty decent action film and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, fun. be introduced to a piece of shit. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the director of the second one? Uh, no, 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 Mur. Something like that. Mur-o. We're gonna pronounce. Please, like more, like uh, please, no more. Uh, <laughs> oh, what I'm did sorry. you guys think was, in the first film? I love this because I laughed. Uh, you, oh, when no. the Persian tells the uh, King Leonidas, he's like, "Our arrows will blot out the sun," and Leonidas yeah. says, "Then we'll fight in the shade." Then later when it's happening, everyone starts laughing. I started laughing because yeah. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> um, uh, Fastbender's the one who's like, you just had to say, we'll fight in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the, only thing, the only thing I just don't care about that is I'm like, man, just not even one person got hit. Come on. I think they, one or I two like where they did. get hit. Didn't they? No, you don't see anybody anyway. Well, I mean, they're they're. Uh, statistically, you know, at least someone got one in the foot. At least the Spartan soldiers yeah, that put their shields up, their die. shields all protect each other. He does tell you that in the earlier. They no, 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 that's fine. I totally though. get it. Yeah, I yeah. get it because they they literally have to walk through like a field of arrows after it's done. Yeah, and I like you know, and I like the shot of him breaking all the fucking arrows off his shield yeah. and stuff. That's all you know. It's all good. But like I said. A couple of injuries and seeing them coming back from them could have been kind of cool. Like a dude gets like shot in the arm, and so like the next day he has to fight without a shield or Maybe something. That's how that guy that lost his eye. <laughs> Boom. You know what? Like I'm saying, something like that could have been cool. But you know, whatever. It's a, that exactly one's a nitpick. I get it. I get it. <laughs> exactly. I get whatever. Um, but it's a cool scene. All right. So <laughs> I enjoyed the first one again, and the second yeah. one. Uh, Definitely by the soundtrack. It's fucking tits if you are gonna watch them both i highly recommend back to back or at least it within a couple days of each other i watched them if you wait one too day long apart, the second yeah. one will lose the appeal yeah and again like i said it being 3d really kind of fucks with the aesthetic i, yeah. I ugh. the depth of field is really gross yeah. and it's just ugh, it's and the really blood's ugly. just like i mean the blood wasn't anything special in the first one but in this one mm-hmm. it just looks like you know a cut scene from a video game one it's a lot more egregious too and in your face almost literally because of yeah. the 3d and again i can't get over it Seriously, just pick a random scene, dude, on YouTube. Just pull mm. one up of two people talking. Look at all the little floaty, like, orbs and debris just randomly floating in the scene. It was so distracting, it hurt my soul. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Awesome. Not not, not good. Not, not a good one. Not, not a good song. All right. Yeah. Well, in that case, then, I guess we're going to get going because Tivis has got to get going. We're done talking the 300 franchise. I appreciate you both for watching it. Uh, I appreciate the audience for tuning in again, I guess, if you're actually here. Um, <laughs> I guess. Subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> Subscribe to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Operation Babble or go to our Teespring, I think it is, or Public. All the links are in our descriptions to all the videos and the podcasts. Uh, And then find us on Twitter and Facebook at Operation Babble. And there's other links in our description, too, for everything else. And then Operation Babble at Outlook.com. John, do you have anything that you are wanting people to go to, find you at, anything like that? Um... No, just go watch Lord of the Rings. It's All right, cool. Uh... (laughs) 
Divis, anything you're doing? Uh, you just did some Patreon videos, so definitely check those out on Patreon. Yeah, I know, watch guys. me lose my mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you can find me just everywhere at Mike Shrews, M Y K E S H R E W S. And for my quote of the day, ooh, I should probably pull it up over here because it is not on here. Is from the first 300 film by Lena Headey, Queen Gorgo. Uh, it is not a question of what a Spartan citizen should do, nor a husband, nor a king. Instead, ask yourself, what should a free man do? Seems poignant. All right. Oh, yeah. Tivis, wait, Later. wait, John. Oh, Tivis. Oh, what'd you think? I liked it. Awesome. Oh, that made me feel good. <laughs> Later, dude. Peace. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.